0: Welcome to another edition of the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Randy Zelia from Backsportspage.com. BacksportsPage uh, is the mechanism that powers the show. This week on the show, we have three upcoming prospects from Ring of Honors Dojo. We have Primal Fear, Gabriel, Adrian Toronto, and the Screed, Matthew Omen all join me on the show today to discuss their career. Real quick, we have some great guests coming up. In the upcoming weeks, you don't want to miss out. Keep following our social media platforms to see who is telling their story next on the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. You don't want to hear me keep rambling on. Right now, let's go to Primal Fear. on the cut for wrestling podcast special interview time and listen i i take great pride in uh being able to have the young talent of professional wrestling on the show but now i get two out of the three trifecta here we are we have gabe we have adrian with us uh gabe gabe odler and uh you know, gabe i'm going to start with you you know i'm looking at the list and adrian as, as well you, you guys i'm looking at your like your like resume that you guys sent over to me and the, the guys who you looked up to and a little bit about you guys dude you guys i'm i'm blown away um you know adrian real quick i'll start with you on top you you broke into the business 2015 you've been training for six years you're trained by damian priest jonathan grissom and will ferrara talk to me about the training process you went through how was it was it was a little nerve-wracking talk to me what you remember about that time frame uh and
1: i don't even know where to start like just mentioning like those three names, those three names like uh, it's just a wealth of knowledge, especially with Damian Priest, who I spent the most time with uh, at the Monster Factory. Uh, I think about four years maybe with Priest, right, uh, Gabriel? Yeah,
2: uh, about four years. So he, uh, whenever he got signed over to NXT, obviously he stopped coming around, but about four years.
1: Yeah, and uh, like with with Priest, uh, with him it's always it was always about making things bigger bigger than life because he was such a uh, like a big personality and that's what he was trying to get everyone to you know like portray when it came to the wrestling uh and, and QT Marshall was there too so QT had a had a, ha- a hand in helping us with the training but yeah taking that and then once we got to the ROH Dojo, Gresham, and Will They just added on top of that. So now we, we're taking, like, the uh, the personas, and now you're just adding – just working on fundamentals, make sure your footwork's good, your technique's good, and just combining everything to, you know, hoping to get a spot on that TV, <laughs>
0: uh, you know. Well, you, you mentioned the you know, ROH training. What, did they give you the opportunity to sort of train what it was like to have like the hard cam and have to give you the ability to know what, you know, not just regular wrestling where you, you, you can have a five star match and where it's all about the skill and ability, but also the presentation the production side of television.
1: Right, yeah. Even uh, like when we were at the factory originally, we were taught how to work in front of a hard cam because there, we were having shows periodically, maybe once or twice a month there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, that that needs to be taught from the beginning, man, because you never know when the opportunity is going to come. And you got to be ready for it.
0: Yeah, well, because well, what's that the, like the biggest rule in wrestling is it's not what you can. Sometimes it's not what you can do in a ring. It's the way how the promoter pre, uh, presents you. Like I'm going to use an example because we had him on the show and I always, I asked him before we got done with him, if I can use him as an example. And he always said, fine, but you look at a guy like Anthony Corelli who played Santino Morella on WWE guys, a hell of a talent in the ring, but he was more of a a comedy act. And now he wants to try because he can't wrestle anymore, go into broadcasting. But if he ever, if he ever goes to broadcasting, it's because he was presented as Santino Morella as a comedy act. That's how he's always going to be looked at. He's never going to be looked at as Anthony. He'll be looked at as Santino,
1: right? And I think even and with like all of that, him being able to do all that, he's able to like give that back to like the newcomers, you know, help bring that out of the guys, so that they can try and portray whatever it is that they're trying to portray in the ring or on TV or whatever.
0: And, and Adrian, my last question before I go over to Gabe, uh, you you really looked up to uh, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, and Shawn Michaels as guys that you uh, told me that you sort of uh, looked up to and sort of maybe modeled your style about. What is it about those three guys for you that sort of drew you into doing this?
1: And when you say them, them three names, man, like it, they're all showmen. They're all showmen. Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, all huge personalities. And they had the wrestling to back it up. And that's what I'm trying to bring.
0: and 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 Gabe as we as we go over to you and he he promised me he was going to try not to hate me by the time the interview was over I guess I (laughs) I already have one strike against me because I'm a New York Giants guy Um, (laughs) you know Gabe for your story uh, you know you guys obviously are our our unit Uh, you know Matt's not on right now but you guys are a unit and for you you know you've same thing with Damian, Jonathan, and Will, but yours was The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H, you know, the stalwarts of the, uh, I guess, the Attitude Era. What was yeah. it like what, you know, for you? Talk about your training and what those guys meant to you uh, looking up to them.
2: Um, man, I mean, I feel like them three, you know, like, that's it. You know, like, if you ask me, what is wrestling? I feel like the three of them each have a little bit of it, you know? Undertaker had the, the look. He could wrestle. He such a character. Shawn Michaels had the charisma. Probably the best wrestler in the world. And I mean, man, Triple H, that dude just, he knew how to make people hate him, man. People hated him. When I was a kid, I mean, like during Evolution and right before, people just hated him. And that's like, i just want to be able to to get that i want people to hate me the way that they hated him
0: do you think that's a little bit of a lost art of being able to not get what they call x heat <laughs> or but you get but get you know like that that real heat like you know flair was was also the king of this too yeah um but I I always feel, and this is the wrestling psychology, the way I look at things sometimes. Sometimes, like, you take a Steve Austin, for example, where Steve Austin was such a hot heel, where he was so hot, so hot, where his, and The Rock did the same thing, where his heat became babyface level. Yeah. You know, where the crowd ends up turning him and sort of ruins it. Do you think there's a lot of that in wrestling right now?
2: I feel like the thing in wrestling right now is, It's such a a tightrope act because you need to be cool, you know, to get booked on shows and to get opportunities. You do need to be cool and you need to do cool moves. So it's like, there's a balance of doing cool things while still being a heel and it's hard, it's very hard. That's why, like you said, not a lot of people get genuine heat
1: anymore.
0: It's, it's such a hard thing, and I think that's what made Rock so great was, was Rock was able to do it so easily, and, and, and Hunter is able to do it so well. Yeah. Um, so can you talk to me on how you three got together? Was it a, sort of a strength in number type of thing, or what was it like for you guys?
2: Uh, well, um, I can tell the, the second half of the story because I joined uh, hey. later on into the group.
1: Yeah, uh, me and Matthew Bonnie just joined us.
0: What's up, Matt? How are you, buddy? How are you doing? Sorry about that. I don't know. I was I was sitting in the waiting room forever. I had no idea. what <laughs> I kept on clicking admit, clicking admit, clicking admit. But I'm sorry. But listen, you're here now. We appreciate it. And uh, we're just we're just sort of uh, shooting shooting the breeze over here, talking wrestling.
1: Yeah, we're talking about how uh, we kind of started the whole trio, but it, how it began with just me and you at first. I was gonna tell them about uh, me and Matt we started training at the same time. We kind of we uh, met in high school and we started training at the exact time, like 2015, right Matt? Oh, yeah,
0: towards the end or middle of 2015,
1: like, like July-ish. Yeah, and, and once we uh, they started using us for matches, they kind of put us in a tag team, like right from the jump. Just like, oh, you guys kind of look alike, you're friends, you know, you're just going to be a tag team. A few matches then, uh, we also had a third guy with us who was our original third member of primal fear gabriel wasn't in it yet yeah there uh, was going then, to be
2: four of us one, and the then
1: Rachel. the third guy uh he stopped wrestling because he had like i think he had a concussion or whatever so he he just backed out, and there was just a two man and then that's when uh punisher damian priest threw the idea of having gabriel join us and you know kind
0: of it, it worked
1: yeah.
0: and, and who came up with the name primal fear
1: well, uh originally when we were first put together, we had no idea what we were trying to name ourselves. I remember the day of the show, they were like, you guys need a name tonight. And we were sitting in the back for hours <laughs> trying to come up with something. And uh, at the time Blue Meanie was in the locker room and he threw the he threw the name Primal uh, Primal Hate out. And like, oh you know, that's that's not bad. So it was it was Primal Hate for like a month and then it became Primal Fear.
0: Yeah, so it didn't flow as well as Primal Fear. So, one Primal Fear. Uh, Matt, you know, I was talking with uh, both Gabe and Adrian about some of the people they looked up to um, in, this, in the business. Who, who sort of modeled and who did you shape your career after? Who did you look up to when you were uh, breaking into the business? Uh, definitely looked like I liked a lot of the darker characters. So, I liked Kane, Undertaker, and Ike Sting.
1: I also like some of the more charismatic characters uh, stone cold the rock Shawn Michaels so I kind of see myself as like a mixture of like a charismatic evil person in a a sense of that way you know (laughs) I guess what I kind of aim for
0: um so for you guys when you guys are uh you know booked together and you guys travel together what um because you don't see a lot of on the on the indie scene as much anymore Sort of like the trio, the group. You don't really have that. That's a lot of individual talent. Uh, how has it been for you guys to sort of have that camaraderie with each other and be able to be together and sort of watch each other's backs in that sense? And you know, and was, I think I always find find it easier to sell something as a package than in an individual because with individuals you can always get a lot of the same things, but a package you have more of to work with in that sense.
2: Yeah, for sure. But uh, on our end it's great the hard part is it's hard for us to get booked because there's not many trios around you know so normally we go to these shows and it's like oh two of you guys tag one be a manager or two of you guys have a tag one have a singles match so like the hardest part for us is finding other six fans to go up against
0: I, I was talking with a couple of different in, uh, independent wrestlers earlier in the week. And a lot of the guys seem to be like homegrown for that small little town, the little market. Um, you guys were involved with, with ring of honor, uh, for, for Adrian, from what Adrian was telling me too, you know, like you guys were over there working with Damien and um, do you guys feel um, it's, that you guys have a little bit more of an advantage of sort of booking power because you went through some of the ROH training facility and you guys had that, some of that on your, on your resume. Do you guys find that you have that in uh, your sort of like, I hate to say in your back pocket, but have that there. Like it's more helpful to you guys.
2: Um, I think it gives with us kind of a level of uh, prestige, you know, and like respect that, you know, once you drop, oh, I was trained by Damian Priest or Jonathan Gresham. People's ears perk up a little bit, you know, because when you're out on the indies, man, you never really know who you're getting in the ring with, you know, you don't know who these people are trained by where they come from. People might tell you they've been working for 20 years, but it's been 20 years and nothing, you know, yeah. so people pay attention a little more, it gives you a little credibility. I
0: guess would be the good word. That was that was the exact word that I was looking for. It gives me yeah. a little bit more credibility because you guys went through uh, the system with Ring of Honor. And and speaking of that, you know, we had it's, – it's sort of funny you said that. We, we haven't had Jonathan on the show yet, but we had Tracy Williams. We've had – we just had Rhett Titus on with us uh, as our season finale. Okay. Um, are you guys keeping up and still in contact with the people over at Ring of Honor?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, uh, we're out there tapings every month. We just got back a week ago from their most recent taping. So we're around them. We, uh, we talk to them, you know. We have our little dojo class. We're obviously closer with than some of the other roster guys. But yeah, we're, I mean, we're in contact with them.
0: That that would be really cool to all of a sudden see PCO in the middle of the ring and see you three start jumping him and yeah. take take out the, the 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 man monster out. That'd be pretty cool. Um, Might be
1: the only way, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's, he's he's a big dude, and but you know, I a trio, man, because
1: we're uh you know compared to like wrestlers, you know, the six foot four, six foot three. I think what Gabe, what are you like? You're not even six foot, right? I'm like right there. He's like, right,
2: there, That's why it takes the three of
1: us, man. Beat them in numbers.
0: Yeah. Well, man, numbers but, always win. But that's the thing, though, right? Because strength in numbers, and you guys are able to come in as a unit. And I think that's so unique and it's so still different. Like, you look at the great units they've had in wrestling, like Nexus. Remember when Nexus came in? It came in as a big group, made an impact. There's always the. Um, what was the uh the nxt group that was big for a very long time. Gosh, the Sh- sanity. Yeah, no, no, not sanity. The uh, we get the we
2: get the shield a lot.
0: We get the shield, but well, the one with Adam Cole and uh Undisputed Era. The Undisputed oh, Era. Yeah. That was the one I was just thinking of. That's that's where I'm looking at you guys and I'm seeing the comparison with because you guys can just make that you guys can make that impact. And I think that's so uh that's so that's so unique. Um so for you guys too you guys do um guys are on social media and you guys also have some merch correct yes sir okay see what we do on this show is i'll I'll usually end up i get i get some merch for myself because i always like to support you guys because i totally understand that you guys you know unlike you know where, where WWE they pay a guys like five cents per shirt or something like that it's a part of your income wow. and, and, and say, really yeah you never heard that story <laughs> no
1: oh my that's god crazy it's like I mean they probably like, make good paychecks though so I guess that's okay yeah they right make no.
0: up for it on that <laughs> I was gonna say if, if you're John Cena who's selling 30 yeah, million yeah, shirts a year you're, you're doing okay <laughs> like yeah, if, if you're if you're Zack Ryder who's only selling like five shirts a, a month you know it's, it's not it's a little different um, but like, we always like to support you guys. So we, what I do is I always buy, um, like a shirt or two. And then when I host I buy one or two and give off on the air as a, uh, as a thank you. So, you know what I mean? For, okay. for, so, so, well, I'm de- let's plug where your merch, where your, all your merch is right now.
1: Uh, we have a pro wrestling tea store. So it's prowrestlingtees.com slash true primal fair.
0: And social media. Now for the social media, do you guys do your individual or do you guys have a team one as well?
2: We have a team Facebook page, but uh, individual Twitter and Instagram. Everything
0: else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I, I was talking with uh, Gabe for a few minutes. He's an Eagles fan. I'm a Giants guy. Where, where do you stand in this whole thing?
1: I'm from New York. I'm also a Giants guy.
0: There you go. Okay. Yeah, I, I I gotta I gotta ask Daniel Jones, quarterback of the future, or is this it for him this year?
1: I have no idea what's going on right now. I've been so out of the loop for football. I mean, I haven't watched football completely in like the last ten years. I've been so out of the loop. You
0: are lucky. Any Listen, listen. As a Giant fan, he's very lucky that he has not watched the team in the yeah, last ten. That's all happens. Oh no way! Yeah, I
1: couldn't. <laughs> you gotta let him know when to get back into it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let me know because you guys can come up. I, I you know. Right now. I think, I think Gabe and I are going to have to see if we can get you guys together and do giants Eagles this year. Oh, 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 I always yeah. go to a game though. Always <laughs> <to the> game. <laughs> yeah, we, we can definitely, we can definitely work that out. Uh, one or two more wrestling questions. If you wanted to tell fans who who have not seen or heard from your work at all, what do you recommend to watch yeah. so they can get a good idea about who, uh true problem fear is?
1: Um uh, I'll say if we're if we're telling them what to watch, I'll say go to YouTube and go to Ring of Honor's YouTube uh page. And there we have uh like probably four or five matches on their page. a lot of their I... uh week by weeks. We've had uh our first our Ring of Honor debut on week by week was against Mexi Squad, uh the trio of Bandito, Flamita, Ray Horace. Uh I think the following week by week, uh we went up against uh the uh some of the dojo. Uh, students there and what for the coach that was a fun match our best performance right I, I think our strongest match though
2: man's got to be for the six-man titles i mean if you're trying to yeah, tell someone sure. one match uh we had uh shane taylor promotion for the six-man titles on uh man i wish i knew the tv episode but i think i mean i think that's our strongest uh, showing man
1: we really if you, we came out just go to ringofhonor.com and all their TV episodes are free. Anyone can watch for free. Uh, episode 504. There, uh, there was three matches on the episode. We were the middle match. Primal Fear versus Shane Taylor Promotions for the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Titles.
0: And last question. If you guys were having a triple threat, who's who's going over?
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. Oh. <Uh-oh.
1: laughs> Dave, I think this is the part where you, you don't it's, like uh, him,
0: right? Yeah, this, but, this, is the part, this is the part where you ask yeah, me now. I didn't like that question. I'm not a
2: good. My singles career is. Uh, I don't got a good record, so I'm out. I'm like one in 18 in singles matches.
1: If it's the baby face, it's Manny. If it's he,
0: it's me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, and I get the beard. Because of the beard. And, and, the beard.
0: and I, I guess I'm the special guest referee on that one. I, I, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, no, that. I'm down
1: for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that.
0: Cool.
2: <laughs> I get double choke slam through the table, and I'm out. You know, that's my spot.
0: <laughs> first, first three minutes of the match, right? Yeah. It, it's over. That's Come what on. I'm there for, after, the car crash. And then
1: after the match, we, we set all our differences, and then we turn on, on the guy who, who made all this uh, happen. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: We turn the, we turn ref, turn the ref. We oh. turn <laughs> on the ref. Oh, <laughs> me?
0: Oh, crap. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> um so, so, you know, if – we were talking before to uh, about how this is sort of like a good time for wrestling, and uh, where do you guys see yourself in about three or four years?
2: We get this question a lot. Um, I don't like looking long term. You know, I like setting short term goals, and uh, I know for me, at least personally, right now, the only goal I have in mind is the Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Titles. It's the what only thing I'm focused on. Whatever happens after that happens. But right now, where I, where we're at right now, that's where we're trying to get.
1: You never know. Like, a couple years ago, the landscape was so different. Next year, the yeah. landscape can change completely. So, uh, for right now, we just have one goal in mind, and that's topping where we're at right now in our division.
2: Yep.
1: And, and, uh, goal. and like, man, we've only been together for five years five years as a trio, and, like, each year that we've been together, each year has gotten better. We've been getting better opportunities each year, and and uh, this year has been the biggest so far for us, and, man, we're just looking to keep keep it going and hoping next year it's even bigger, you know? Just got to be ready and for whatever Mexico. comes our way. Mexico. And, and in Mexico. Wherever Depends. the six-man t- six titles are, that's where we're trying to go. <laughs> I want and, them all.
0: Next. And, and my last question for you guys is, did you guys feel as performers the pandemic helped you guys
2: (laughs) um so the funny thing about that i was actually just like telling someone is that every match we've had for ring of honor so far has been with no fans and no crowd so like we still like that now that fans are back and stuff that's still going to be a whole new uh a whole new obstacle for us you know we haven't really done that yet. It's crazy that it's like, you know, we've wrestled for these, this major promotion, but we've done it with no fans. So that's something new that I'm really looking forward to.
1: I guess the big, the big thing with that is just to see how the fans will respond and react to yeah. our match, you know. But it, I guess it all depends on whatever what we're trying to invoke from the crowd, you know, whether we're trying to get them to cheer us, boo us, that's all on us.
0: Well, guys, listen, I appreciate you guys giving me some time today. Uh, This is an absolute honor, Matt. I'm sorry we had a little problem getting in there, but I'm glad you made it. Thank you so much. And, guys, check them out uh, on Ring of Honor. Look out for the Trio Championship there. It's definitely coming their way. We'll be back on The Cut in just one moment. All right. That was Primal Fear here on the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. Hey, guys, thanks for all your support here on the show. Keep following us on Twitter instagram facebook the cup of wrestling podcast cut wrestling bsp instagram and twitter we have a link tree that gives you the shows and all of our platforms and guess what we're available on google spotify apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. guess what we're everywhere we're growing we've had a great list of guests give us a subscribe on youtube give us a review give us as much as you can we appreciate the love thank you so very much and we're going to see you next week. Stay tuned to our social media platforms for next week's guest, which we'll be announcing probably in a couple of days. So you're going to love it. I promise. For that being said, I'm Randy Zeller from the Cup Wrestling Podcast and BackSportsPage.com. And we will see you next week.